Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 112, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So yes, welcome back everyone, and we are super glad that you're here with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, how are you mooing today? Oh, not good Dave. My yo-yo split in two, and I lost half of it. Oh dear. Well, I guess it's just a yo now, huh? What? You know, instead of a yo-yo, it's just a yo. Is that a joke, Dave? Do you really think the loss of a yo-yo is the time for humour? I guess maybe not. Sorry, Marvin. But speaking of things splitting in two, yesterday we heard how the people of Israel split into two kingdoms. Oh, yeah, yeah, those two Oboam guys, right? There was Jeroboam and Rehoboam, right? That's right. So Rehoboam, remember, he was Solomon's son, and he was king of the two tribes down in the south, and we call his kingdom Judah. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then you've got Jeroboam, And he's king of the ten northern tribes, and we call his kingdom Israel. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so for the next couple of days, we're going to hear about Jeroboam and his kingdom, the ten tribes, called Israel. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, who's reading today? Today we're back to our friend Kara. Oh, hi, Kara. Hi, everyone. Today's reading's from 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 25, to chapter 13, verse 10. Jeroboam built up the walls of Shechem. It was in the hill country of Ephraim. Jeroboam made Shechem his home. From there he went out and built up Peniel. Jeroboam thought, my kingdom still isn't secure. It could very easily go back to the royal family of David. Suppose the Israelites go up to Jerusalem to offer sacrifices at the Lord's temple. If they do, they will again decide to follow Rehoboam as their master. Then they'll kill me. They'll return to King Rehoboam. He is the king of Judah. So King Jeroboam asked for advice. Then he made two golden statues that look like calves. He said to the people, It's too hard for you to go up to Jerusalem. Israel, here are your gods who brought you up out of Egypt. He set up one statue in Bethel. He set up the other one in Dan. What Jeroboam did was sinful, and it caused Israel to sin. The people came to worship the statue at Bethel. They went all the way to Dan to worship the statue that was there. Jeroboam built temples for worshipping gods on high places. He appointed all kinds of people as priests. They didn't even have to be Levites. He established a feast. It was on the 15th day of the 8th month. He wanted to make it like the Feast of Booze that was held in Judah. Jeroboam built an altar at Bethel. He offered sacrifices on it. He sacrificed to the calves he had made. He also put priests in Bethel. He did it at the high places he had made. He offered sacrifices on the altar he had built at Bethel. It was on the 15th day of the 8th month. That's the month he had chosen for it. So he established the feast for the Israelites and he went up to the altar to sacrifice offerings. A man of God went from Judah to Bethel. He had received a message from the Lord. He arrived in Bethel just as Jeroboam was standing by the altar to offer a sacrifice. The man cried out. He shouted a message from the Lord against the altar. He said, Altar, altar. The Lord says a son named Josiah will be born into the royal family of David. Altar, listen to me. Josiah will sacrifice the priests of the high places on you. They will be the children of the priests who are offering sacrifices here, so human bones will be burned on you. 
That same day, the man of God spoke about a miraculous sign. He said, here is the sign the Lord has announced. This altar will be broken to pieces. The ashes on it will be spilled out. The man of God announced the message against the altar at Bethel. When Jeroboam heard it, he reached out his hand from the altar. He said, grab him. But as he reached out his hand towards the man, it dried up. He couldn't even pull it back. Also, the altar broke into pieces. Its ashes spilled out. That happened in keeping with the miraculous sign the man of God had announced. He had received a message from the Lord. King Jeroboam spoke to the man of God. He said, pray to the Lord your God for me. Pray that my hand will be as good as new again. So the man of God prayed to the Lord for the king and the king's hand became good as new. It was just as healthy as it had been before. The king said to the man of God, come home with me for a meal. I'll give you a gift. But the man of God replied to the king. He said, what if you were to give me half of what you own? Even then I wouldn't go with you. I wouldn't eat bread or drink water here. The Lord gave me a command. He said, do not eat bread or drink water there. Do not return the same way you came. So he took another road. He didn't go back on the same road he had taken when he came to Bethel. Thanks, Kara. Oh, Dave, Jeroboam is not a good king, huh? No, Marvin, he's not. Now, we didn't read the verses, but back in 1 Kings chapter 11, God had told Jeroboam that he was going to give him the ten tribes. But even though God had given him his throne, well, Jeroboam's scared of losing it. And instead of turning to God, well, he makes false gods and he leads the people into sin. Oh, Dave, so sad to see my people's image used for sin like that. Yep, those golden calves. So God sends his prophet to call Jeroboam out for what he's doing. Jeroboam tries to shut him up. Oh, yeah, but then he got all shriveled up, huh? Yeah, gross, huh? So God left Jeroboam in no doubt at all who was sovereign, who was really in control. Yeah, he sure did. Boys and girls, Jeroboam was scared, scared of losing his kingdom. And we may not have kingdoms to lose, but we all have things that can cause us to worry or scare us. Yeah, Dave, like the price of milk. Sheesh. Okay, yes, that might cause you to worry. So the question is, what do we do with those fears and worries? Jeroboam started scheming, started to try to make himself secure by his own plans. But he forgot who made him king in the first place and who was in control. When we're scared or worried... We need to go to the God who is sovereign, who is in control of all things. We go to him and we're reminded that whatever happens, he is in control. He is for us. He will be with us and he will carry us through. Scary times aren't quite so scary when you know that God has your back and he's not going anywhere. So today, boys and girls, thank God that he is always there for us, holding our hands, and that he is so much bigger than anything we might be worried about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, gosh, I'm sure glad that he never, ever, ever leaves us. Yep, me too, Marvin. Okay, so let's leave it there for today, and I guess we'll be back tomorrow with Benjamin. Oh yeah, hooray! Okay, well, bye everyone, we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, we'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.